Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, your host, Taryn, and today I am joined alongside Joe and Dan. Hello. What up, Boos? Our tribal chief is back. I am back. It feels like an absolute lifetime. How many weeks has it been? Three. 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 Oh, not too bad then. Not too bad. Where was I? You've been kind. Well, I was ill three weeks ago. I feel like I've been ill for about two months. I've had a bad chest for... Yeah, about two months, which is finally, I feel like it's slowly starting to go, slowly. Um, so I am losing it about as much as I'm losing my air at the minute. Look at this, it's terrible. Um, <laughs> and then the week after that, I completely forgot that I'd booked to go and see a show with the mother. So what I had did to you go see? see what that. did you see? It was terrible. It, it was absolutely terrible. Even she knew it was terrible. When I say booked uh, to go see a show with my mother... I I had a booked it. She booked it to go with a friend who then let her down. So then she asked her brother, my uncle, who couldn't do it. So I was very much Did you third see choice. No, we saw a show called Do You Believe in Ghosts? And I thought, oh, I've never heard of it. So we'll read the reviews online. The reviews were very mixed, even to the point where it said Do you now believe in ghosts? Well, I do anyway. But this was a, um, it was done. So it was supposed to be like a guy came out to tell stories about different theatres he visited around the UK and the stories of the alleged ghosts that people had seen. But it was like a show within a show because then stuff started happening on stage and it was all a bit paranormal and it was a bit terrible and some people did leave during the interval. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I I mean, it it was free. I didn't pay for the ticket and I got an evening out. Um, so I can't complain, let's put it what that way. What could you ask for? So no, it's kind no. of like the Undertaker's one-man show where he goes there and he's doing theatrics and talking to... Well, I would much Mitch rather Rudy have Batman. seen the Undertaker's one-man show. I don't know if I'd like to have paid the price of the Undertaker's one-man show. I'm actually um, like 200 quid. Uh, yeah, and I don't even know if that's VIP costing. I think the VIP costs more. Uh, yeah, not not one for me. And then, of course, last week we, we all had a week off because... Again, I was still getting over my illness. You guys weren't free. So I thought, well, we'll set the week I off. Was Nothing much has happened. And then what happened? The Rock returned and we've had a handful of releases since. So it's a good job we're recording today, really, isn't it? Literally recording today. We usually, spoiler alert for the people uh, listening, we usually record on a Thursday around about five or six. And then all of a sudden, about about seven, eight-ish, all these releases started happening. We're like, oh. It would have been a great, you know, imagine if we did the pod and we didn't talk about any of the releases and all of a sudden Top Dollar's releasing this track on uh, on Twitter and blowing <laughs> everything up. Well, maybe it was a blessing in disguise today that we didn't. So we've got plenty to talk about this week. I will say Jamie won't be joining us for anybody who, so if you want to unsubscribe now or stop listening just because Jamie's here, then be my guest. Um, he will not be here this week. He's sunning it up at his parents' house with his girlfriend in France. Um he will be back, however, before the weekend because he needs to be because we're going to see Sorex. So I can't wait. I cannot what's wait. Sorex? Is that a dinosaur? What do you mean, so, what, what's Sorex? We're not getting into Sorex. this. The, the mighty Sorantosaurus Rex. The mighty Sorex is in Saw 10, the 10th film in the Saw franchise. Absolutely. So what Better is it like? The first a... one was a jigsaw, then the second one's a hacksaw, and then the third one's a woodsaw. I ain't getting in it. Dear God Almighty, I ain't getting into this. Although, for anyone who is interested, Saw X, Saw 10, is set between Saw and Saw 2. So, yes. But what if you haven't seen Saw 3? If you haven't seen Saw 3, then allegedly it won't matter, because it's huh? set between Saw and Saw 2, Daniel. Ah, so it's a bit like when you've got the... Um... Star Wars and they do the the Rogue One and it's supposed to be when that's Darth the one. Vader's getting his. It, it, uh, are they called intercals or something like that in, in between? What's the I bad person called in Saw? I'm not getting into that. You know the answer. This is this is a wrestling podcast for any new listeners out there. By the way, it's it is. I promise you. And we just talk shit at the beginning for the first ten minutes anyway. <laughs> we don't see each other until we work for the same company. You don't see each other, so we 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 have to start talking rubbish for the first ten minutes. Shall we talk wrestling? I like wrestling. 
people do listen to this podcast for the wrestling, we'll say. Although I do have they a friend... They mostly listen to it for us, like, ripping you for not knowing what you're on about. But that, other true. than that, wrestling the, the modern wrestling, yes. I do have a friend who has recently subscribed to the podcast she has. She's not a wrestling fan. She says she just likes listening to our voices, and it's quite soothing. Oh. So I'll take that all day long. Um, so for herself and anybody out there, um, we are going to start the wrestling talk now. And there were releases, as you said, unfortunately. Um, a number of talent lost their jobs last week. So it's not, it's never a nice thing talking about, you know, when people lose their jobs, um, whether they allegedly requested their release from the company or, you know, they were just let go. You know, it, it's not a great time for, for anyone. Um, we're going to have a look today at the list itself break down each individual talent that was let go, see where we think what what may or may not happen with them. But again, I think, first of all, like I just said, it's best to reflect, really, that these people have lost their jobs and not everybody will. You know, there, there are some people on this that I think will go off to do great things and you could yeah. argue better things than from when they were in the WWE. Well, some may not. Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona, the indie god, he posted on Twitter just afterwards, you know, don't take this as a negative. Take this as a positive. If you want to work hard and you want to smash it, the world's oyster. He's in like more than he ever did in WWE. Absolutely. Well, let's have a look at the list then. I'll be interested to get both of your thoughts as well. So we're going to go in no particular order, really. Um, I'm just going to, I've got the list here from cultaholic.com. So it is oh. it is correct and up to date is the list, but I'm just going to go in whatever order they've listed, not necessarily the order in which the releases were um, announced. But starting off at the top here with probably, if not the biggest, one of the biggest names to have been released last week, Joe Dolph Ziggler. Um, absolute shame. Um, he worked his socks off like he literally could put anyone over. A couple of months ago, he was down at NXT and a good run down there. Uh, he's definitely going to AEW in my mind. There's like no ifs and or buts. Like he's an absolute superstar. They weren't using him for years. Um, I think it's kind of good in a way that they released him because they were never doing, never did anything with him anyway. So he'll definitely be signed by AEW. I, I've got no doubt about that because obviously his brother's there as well. So, yeah, I look forward to seeing him somewhere else. And this is a person, Dan, who has wrestled in the WWE, not necessarily just under the Dolph Ziggler name, but, of course, with the Spirit Squad and being in OVW as well for, you know, 20 years, approximately. And he was White's caddy. He was White's caddy, that quality character. You know, this is a two-time world champion as well, let's not forget. So... Mm. It is it is sad in a way. I allude to what Joe said though in the fact that you know he hasn't best been best used over the last few years. Um but also if we remember I think a couple of years ago, um he did request his release. And, he did. and um I don't think um that he'll be going off to do his stand up comedy again. I think that ship has sailed. Um but yeah, he requested his release. I think it's one of these cases, he's not gonna be world champion again. He was just kind of a journeyman putting new talent over. And yet yeah, now we're excited to see what he's going to do instead of just going, oh, I wonder what the latest dish is in catering this week. So I think it's, it's a great opportunity for him. Brilliant. Apologies for the rude interruption, but Jamie has jumped on during the podcast. Jamie, are you actually going to be here for the duration of this recording or shall we tell you to piss off now? I, I can contribute a little bit if that's OK. I will, I'm maybe not here echo. for all of it. Dear God, it's, is that the French wine? Is that wifi? a bad echo? Um, yeah, I'm using my headphones. <laughs> it sounds like you're down the well. Should we go call Skippy? It's, it's France. It's the French wife. Apologies to any yeah. French listeners, but the, your Jamie, is you okay? Parlez-vous in France? Wait. You can hear me. You can't even hear anything. Can you? No. no, we can. We can hear you. Tell us your thoughts on the release of Dolph Ziggler. Oh, you can hear me. That's good. Um, is it echoey still? No, you're all right. We'll, we'll just mute all you out of it in editing. Don't worry. <laughs> Absolutely fine. No problem at all. It's it's quite a shocking one. I think, I don't know if anyone's already said this, but it's like Dolph Ziggler's kind of, we always thought he had a job for life. He's similar to like the Miz. He's part of the furniture when you go to WWE. He's been there, what, 15 years nearly? Maybe just a little bit short. Starting with the Spirit Squad in like 2006. So, you know, he's, he's been there for quite a while. It's... um. 
it's a shock because he is one of those people that he was one of those trusted people anytime a new person comes in they always put him with Dolph Ziggler because he's trusted he's been there for years you, you know he's going to put on a good match if he used correctly I mean probably the most underrated world champion of all time because he could have he could have gone far people saying he could have been the next Shawn Michaels he's he's one of my favorite wrestlers I absolutely love him it's a shame it didn't work out for him like I said hope he might just go on the independence, make a name for himself over the next year or two and re-sign with WWE and then have his job for life and get into the Hall of Fame. So I do think he is one wrestler that deserves to be in the Hall of Fame for everything that he has done for the company, everything that he's done. He obviously went down to NXT. He's never really complained as much and he's always done what's asked of him. So it's a shame. I'd like to see him in AEW. I'm sure him and his brother can have a nice, a nice little thing going on down there. Um he deserves to be world champion. He deserves a, another title run. He's a Grand Slam champ, isn't he? So, you know, he is a phenomenal wrestler. He's, he's definitely one of the strongest. But I think a year or two on the independence. But we said possibly said the same about Matt Cordona. And he hasn't been back in WWE, has he? So, who knows? He might, give, he it might just give it time. And I think that is going to be the same with Dolph Ziggler because we always thought he'd be there for life. So, I do think... A few years on the independence, maybe have one last one in the WWE. Just like Shelton Benjamin, he just came and went whenever he wanted, didn't he? A nice little rumble return. He'll be massive pop for it. So, well, there ain't yeah. no stopping him now. So, there, there, there ain't, ain't no stopping him now. Well, I mean, is he, we, did he get released or is he still in? No, he's released as well. No, well, we'll move yeah. on to Shelton. He is on there. Give us your thoughts, Dan, on Shelton released after his second editor in the company. Well, I think he's just got his 20-year anniversary. They celebrated that. And um, he was saying, um, I think Shawn Michaels said to him on the bump, you know, the minute you hang up your boots, there's a spot waiting for you in the Hall of Fame. I think with a Shelton, I don't think he's going to go to an Impact or go to a AEW. No, he, he had his time away from the company where he did that. I think it will be the case where he maybe sets up a wrestling school. Um, he helps do a bit of training. He might even go down to the PC. But I would not be surprised if we see Shelton Benjamin going in the Hall of Fame this year. Yeah, I, I fully, I fully expect it myself. I, do we not think New Japan? No, I think he's too old now. Do you reckon? Oh, no, I reckon he can go he's back what, to New mid, Japan. He had many a year. I think he's I still, saw. What are you know? still going in New Japan? What's he? <laughs> he's got to be in his fifties. <laughs> That's true. Well, I, I'm, I am sad to see Jotlin go again. But if you're not going to use a talent like Jotlin Benjamin too the extent of where he should be used, then I would suspect, I mean, we can't speak for him. I would suspect he's probably, whilst he'll miss the money, he's probably not going to miss, you know, the fact that he's not in the WWE anymore, let's put it that way. Mm, it is a shame. He was basically being used on main event. Um, they did a stage for, for the last year on main event where he was facing NXT talents. I think he faced Joe Gacy, Andre Chase. He had a really good match with Tyler Bate as well. Basically, having a match with them to see if that talent is ready uh, to go in front of the main roster. Some of them got called up from it, like an Odyssey Jones, for example. Not that he's been used much. Um, but Shelton was one of these guys. He's the tester. You put him on tally in, a main, in the main event. Not Well, not the main event, but still the main event. And if they can do really well with Shelton, then, yeah, they're a good, they've got a good opportunity to be called up. You know, people like Grayson Waller, it's worked wonders for them. Um, so, yeah, that's got a place in any company he wants to go in. But I would not be surprised if he just hangs his boots up and goes on the Hall of Fame. Joe, next on the list I've got here, he's gone, Elias. Uh, I mean, I I liked Elias when he first came in, like when he did like, the whole gimmick, like who wants to walk with Elias? But the last couple of years, I don't know, he's just like lost steam and I lost interest. And then there was a the whole thing of him being Ezekiel, and then then he came back as Elias again. It's just like he never like he never really got back his like steam. Like when he first came in, and like he came up with his guitar, like who wants to walk with Elias and everyone else, and everyone sang along with him. I believe he got injured when he, as soon as he came back. I just don't think he got his like I don't think he got his steam back, and it just wasn't the same. Yeah, I, interestingly enough, though, Dan. His brother hasn't been released. <laughs> no, surprising. So we could see Big Zeke, you know. Um, there was an interesting, a bit of a spoiler. That he did do a tweet saying, you know, I was 
Madison Square Garden with The Undertaker. I wrestled at WrestleMania. I've had a number one album on iTunes. Um, you know, granted it was a soundtrack album. Um, but he also said I also got to be my own brother. So it it finally cracks and solves it. You know, all of that um, tomfoolery and mirrors, smoke and mirrors. It's finally revealed that it was him all along. And what a great actor. I mean, he had us all going. <laughs> Where do we think he could? Because he doesn't strike me. I mean, the character, I know he won't be able to use the name Elias, but the character, if he wants to carry on using that gimmick, screams impact to me. It certainly doesn't scream well, AEW. He was known as Elias Sampson in NXT before he got he called was. up. So maybe with the hair, um, he's a very religious man, maybe he goes into Sampson. Maybe so, yes. Sampson or um, what's, I'm trying to think. What was it called? Elias? What, what's Asias? No, that don't work, does it? You know what um, Impact do where they flip the surname and the first name? What do you mean, like en- Enzo Amore was Enzo? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm trying to work out what they could do, but no, fair enough. What about e- Eli Yass? What's Eli, Eli Yass? Yeah. Yass. But don't spell it just Yass. Spell it as like Y-A-A-A-S, like Yass Queen. <laughs> I think he's going like, yes. anyway. <laughs> Next hey, on the I'm list, going to see um, impact, on. I'm going to see Impact in Coventry oh, at the are. end of the month. If he turns up, oh no, hey, he's going fair, to fair play to you that you're doing it both. Fair play to you. Were the Can't tickets wait. cheap enough? Forty quid. And they've announced this week they're doing gut check in Newcastle and the second night in Coventry, uh, where indie wrestlers. Um, if they win their match and they impress, then they go into the dojo. They could in, uh, earn a impact contract. So um, I think Leon Slate uh, has already been announced, which we saw in progress in Cardiff. Wouldn't be surprised if people like a Brendan White turn up. Um, Joe, what's the name of the... Oh, I've forgotten his name. Nico? Nico Angelo? Nico Imagine Angelo, if he yeah. turned up. That'd be yeah. amazing. He, he's like so underrated. Next on the list then, I have got... Mustafa Ali. Interesting one, Joe. Yeah, I'm really surprised with this because um, he's been having... Um, well, he did ask for his release a couple of months ago. They said no. But the past like couple of months since he asked for his release, he's been doing a problem um, since he's become a free agent. He's been doing a programme on NXT with Dominic Mysterio where he's been trying to get a North American title match. And he was supposed to have a North American title match and no mercy... Um, against Dominic Mysterio, obviously that's not going to happen now. So I'm like, I, I'm kind of a bit like confused. I'm like, why are you going to spend, take like all that time and effort, like building a storyline and building a match when you're just going to release him anyway? It just seems like a massive waste of time, to be fair. Yeah, we've well, seen them uh, do things before like that, where they've advertised a certain person to do something, and then suddenly they've been on the list of releases. But you'd have thought they, they've known that these releases are coming up. You know, it was all to do with the merger, and that was the rumoured day, oh, it's going to be talent being released on the Thursday. So you've got to have thought he was penciled in on the list. So it is slightly surprising, Dan. Well, there is a reason behind it. So um, a couple of weeks ago, he did a uh, vignette where he was doing a Make NXT Great Again. Very political, and he's tried to do this political angle a few times. Uh, in NXT, they let you try your ideas out. So he basically put on a suit, very political, like a political broadcast, and we're going to get rid of Dominic Mysterio, he's a plague, and I'm going to win the title, and I'm going to be the change that NXT needs. And apparently, uh, from what I read on the dirt sheets and heard um, on a, in other areas, uh, Fox, or um, who they were trying to keep a contract with at the time, basically said, now nah, we don't like that, get rid of it. Um, obviously he's asked for his release before it was kind of like the final straw he's a bit too creative for his own good um, it was because of that promo it was very quickly dropped um, and he did another promo saying well how come Dragon Lee's getting a title match on Raw and I'm not I'm going to be the change he needed he kept forcing it in in his promos and then eventually you know gone like he was even on TV on the Tuesday cutting a promo and gone so I think it's because of how controversial but he'll walk straight into AEW his first match will be against Brian Danielson and then he'll end up uh, being with all of the other talent in catering. But I think he is AEW bound. He's so talented. Yeah, I would agree. Jamie, one that I know that you're going to be very upset about. A lot of people wrongly called him Flop Dollar, but Top yeah. Dollar. From Hit Row, the rest of Hit Row remain. Top Dollar has gone. 
I have no idea who that is. You do. He's the bigger chap who presented Hidden Treasures. Oh. oh well. <laughs> exactly. There we go. Exactly. Somebody must have something you, good to say. Go on. Well, interesting fact for Jamie, though. Um, when they had the original Hit Row, he, the leader of Hit Row was Isaiah Swerve Scott. So now Dollar has been released. Dollar has been released. Does he swear when he drives? Well, Hangman Page doesn't. Um, <laughs> but uh, in terms of Swift, maybe he joins the embassy. Then he goes with Prince Nana. Every time Prince Nana comes on the screen, I point them out to Joe and I do the dance. And Joe well, just looks like underranged. I, I don't know if you've watched Dynamite this week, but he told him not to dance this week when he went down for his contract signing. They were going down for it. And he went, he's getting ready to dance. And he just looked at him and went, no, not this week. And sent him back so he could go down and do the contract signing. So time to be serious. Do you go back to see Brian Cage in catering with his little mohawk? <laughs> Brian Cage is in a match this week uh, for a Jesus. chance to get a title shot. He I was bet in he didn't win it. He didn't win, though. No. Uh, Nick Jackson won. Nick Jackson no, he's got a title it? shot against the international championship. It's funny that happens when you're a booker, isn't it? Oh, oh are, we going, are we going over this? You know, the biggest show we've like, ever, and they still didn't win, but apparently they booked themselves <laughs> to win all the time. Moving on, and I feel like we should do these two together since they are, I mean, are they married, husband and wife? They're certainly partners. Uh, Riddick Moss and Emma. Emma was an interesting one because you can kind of say why bring her back and do absolutely nothing with her to then just release her again. And then Riddick Moss, again, for me as well, Joe's still a weird one because you had him in that absolutely god-awful Mad Cat Moss gimmick, which, if yeah. you want to use the word worked, worked for the purpose of the Corbin character and then, thank God, towards the end, he flipped back. But it felt like they were finally going to actually start to do something with him. Now they were taking him a bit more seriously, but no, Emma's got the chop and so has he. Yeah, I could see uh, Riddick Moss, like, give him, like, a gimmick change, like, turn into like somebody like a Bordeaux kind of character like a killer like game on impact like turning heel like proper like vicious heel like Bordeaux was when he was like with MJF like just getting destroying people and like getting like a monster heel run and like because he's like he's like not like a a massive tank basically he's a massive bloke like turning heel like make him vicious like um Get Emma to be his like valet manager, and like yeah, put them together. Like get Emma as the, the valet manager, turn Riddick Moss heel, and turn him like really vicious. That's money, in my opinion. Would you yeah, like to Emma's see him just... come from Impact, didn't she? Well, yeah. she could just very easily transition back into Impact. Then it's almost like an open doorway for them. But would you what have them then? Is like. I I don't know. I don't know. I I'm not against it. It's just we know, and this isn't to knock them. We know AEW has a track record of bringing somebody in, they get a massive pop, and then rarely do they keep that momentum just because of the way that they're booked or rather not booked. I don't have the confidence that, and this is no offense to either himself or Emma, they're not quite there in their careers to be brought into AEW to carry on with any momentum because they're not really going in with any momentum if that makes sense you know they're not a Jericho they're not a punk they're not a Soraya anything like that where they're coming in already you know with that I like the idea of what you said Joe maybe in like a carry across Scarlet type heel pairing oh you could go down the route of a Mike Bennett and Maria Canellas pairing <laughs> if you really want to but I I feel like they've got a fairer chance to do something in impact than what about um, AEW? One, one that you're not thinking of, what about someone like an NWA? I mean, you look at someone like an EC3, mm-hmm. he's gone down to NWA, he's the champion now. It's a good opportunity with the NWA to repackage stuff. You look at Nick Aldis, you know, when he left Impact as Magnus, he went to NWA, £10 a gold YouTube series, put on a, a suit, looked a million bucks, and he was sought after, he wanted to go, everyone wanted him at one stage. You know, I, I think with them, they need to, they need to think of a character and what works for them. He when he in his last like year run, he was just when he dropped the madcap thing and he was being a serious wrestler, he won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and then just did nothing with it. Like 
the crowd weren't getting behind him. He tried being a heel. He tried telling jokes. I think he needs an actual gimmick to it, whether he's a Viking, whether he's a postman, whether he's like a, a Bitcoin trader. I don't know. But he needs some sort of gimmick that he can work with, because at the moment he's just a create a wrestler that I just click random on. So I think he definitely needs to think of the package. I think that's a, a fair comment. I think- I think as well, just crazy about um, the Tennille Dashwood Emma situation is obviously they announced the Elimination Chamber to take place in Perth, Australia next year. She is the first ever <laughs> oh, Australian WWE wrestler. She tweets out at 3:05 p.m. British Standard Time. It's a dream at WWE. 3:05. Think of that. 3:05 p.m. at 3:49. Oops, never mind. I just got released. I'm no longer with WWE. It's ridiculous. An hour. <laughs> I, I do. I do feel so bad for her in respect to that. You know what? Um, what's his name? Um, JTG used to say whenever the releases were coming in, you just literally hide somewhere. Hopefully, nobody would know. Don't answer something. your phone. <laughs> just don't answer yeah, the phone. Yeah, what's the same with Emma? If she didn't tweet, maybe you know. She, exactly. Oh yeah, Emma's. Now I think they're in the. They had the this list. I'm, I'm really joking with it. Um, but it is, yeah, it is a little bit uh, bad, isn't it? She tweets half an hour and, they, and then she's released. It's a bit bad. Jamie, a liar. Um, yeah. Or is it, or is that how you pronounce the name? Exactly, yeah. There you go. Steven, I got that right. No. I watched it years ago when it was on. I can't remember being on it. Yeah, her and Nia Jax were sharing a flat and she was coming up with the Aaliyah character. Do you remember her talking to Willie Regal going, yeah, I want to be like Princess Jasmine. He's like, no, nobody can relate to that. You've got to go with something original. (laughs) Jamie, you may remember last year on SmackDown, she beat Natalia in the fastest ever match in WWE history. Nah, he's shaking his head, yeah. Like, what? Did I watch SmackDown? I mean, you already she had holds the world record. She the world the record. record. The world record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, which just begs belief why you then would do bugger all with her and then release her, I suppose. I, I mean, they have a bit of a I mean, reputation. I would, I would understand. I would understand if it was against somebody like Rhea Ripley or, you know, someone against Nigel. I thought everybody's beat Natalia. Natalia is even the Tegan Knox underrated female on the roster. She does not get the credit for what she deserves. She is the Dolcigler of the women's roster. Well, she is technically, and you would argue she's yeah, got the job. Natalia will life. have a job for life. Yeah. yeah, she probably will, and so she should, and so she should. We will. Taryn, no, how long? How long had Aaliyah had a WWE contract? Top your head. How long do you think she had a contract? Um, NXT, How long do you think she's in the quiz? It could be in the quiz, this. No, okay, it's not. So it's seven two. years. Was Breaking Ground about 2016? Um, So I thought it was uh, 2013, Breaking Ground. I'm not sure. We'll have to double check it. Hang on. I'll tell you now. Breaking Ground, WWE. It came out 2015. Eight years. So eight years. So she's been in the company for eight years. And yes, you've got to develop talent. But she's been in the company for eight years. And she's only known for what she's done in the last less than a year. Tag team champion with Raquel Rodriguez and got an injury. And Natalia was trying to do this Guinness World Record thing. And she ended up being the spoiler. Other than that, well, she hasn't really done anything. The crowd weren't, she won't get over with the crowd when she was coming out. They weren't booing her. They weren't cheering her. There was no reaction to That's her. Okay. And don't make, you, don't let somebody break the record of the fastest ever win in history and then make her disappear off the show the next week. But it's like football, isn't it? When you sign a footballer and you're like, oh, they're, they're eventually, in five, ten years' time, going to be our all-time goal scorer, like a like a good goalkeeper, or a, um, like they're going to be our prize keeper, or they're going to be our top striker. You know, all of a sudden, when they, they're not improving and they're not scoring the goals, eventually you've got to go, well, maybe we'll release them and they, they can go somewhere else where they may have mm. that opportunity. And it's not to say she's very young still. I think she's in her mid 20s. It's not to say in a couple of years' time we could see her coming back at a rumble. Um, you know, electricity. You know, you look like a Chelsea Green. She was in WWE developmental system load. She was in season five of Tough Enough and nobody really cared. Then she went off, did that Lauren Van Ness storyline and impact. Then everybody wanted her. So it's what you do with your time. But she would be in WWE eight years. And yeah, I'm a fan, I like her, but she didn't really do anything. 
fair point. I mean, Joe, you were just you were just talking on. about records. You were just talking about records then as well. Obviously, I know football is obviously not predetermined like wrestling is, but who's got the record for the fastest goal in Premier League history? No, I don't know, Van Persie. I know the fastest red card. That was Vinnie Jones, but I don't know the fastest goal. The fastest goal is in like seven or eleven seconds. I can't remember, but it's Shane Long. Doesn't mean he's a good uh, football. He's just got a record. For, for who? Really is, he is, Shane time, like is Shane Long the Australian football player? Um, sh- the fastest goal because it used to be Ledley King for years. Uh, fastest goal. In he used to be Premier playing for like Sunderland or someone at the time. Yeah, it was it was something like that. Uh, but yeah, it was like seven point eight nine seconds or something. Like that. It was Shane Long. It, it might have been Southampton when it when he's oh, Australian. Yeah, no, he's English, isn't he, Shane Long? Oh, I'm not sure. Do you know? Yes, I knew it for Southampton against Watford. There you go. I do know some things about football. Yeah, seven oh, is he points. Irish? No, nothing. Isn't he Irish? I'll be Irish, isn't Shane. He Irish? He's Irish. Yeah, of course he is. Ah, of course he will be. Yeah, he's Irish. Yeah. Ah. But yeah, it anyway. doesn't mean he's a good footballer just because he has a record. It is true. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> Joe, Rick Boogs. He's gone. That guitar is gone. Rick Boogs. Well, apparently he's been all kicking off on um, Twitter. Apparently the the main reason why Rick Boogs has got fired is because Vince McMahon is no longer in charge and he was a big Vince McMahon fan and apparently now Triple H is in charge. He didn't want any he didn't want Rick Boogs on his roster. That's according to him anyway. I don't know if I believe that because Vince McMahon is still like now an executive he's not in charge in a sense anymore, he's not the sole owner of the company anymore, but he's still like an executive chairperson, whatever, on the board. And he's still a higher authority than Triple H. So I've read that as well, but I don't necessarily believe a word of that. What I do think is though, he's got Taken away all the guitar thing and stuff, which was a bit silly if you want to look at it one way, but at least he had something to do, especially when he was paired with Shinsuke Nakamura. The worst thing that could have happened to him was getting that injury. He had that moment at WrestleMania in arguably the biggest match of his career. Was it last year? Is it not the last WrestleMania? Last year's yeah. WrestleMania. Um, got injured. Um, all that momentum he had then just went, of course, and then he come back only what, a few weeks ago, was it? A couple of months ago. And he's got a fantastic look. I mean, he's built, like, you know, as good as anyone. So... Well, he was in the draft, when they were teasing yeah. in the tag team between Elias and Boogs, and it just kind of fizzled out. Like, again, it wasn't getting much reaction, there, but they weren't giving it the TV time or any of it really a chance. If there's anybody that needs to go somewhere else, whether it be, I don't think it'd be AW, I'm not even sure it'd be Impact, he'd fit well in Impact, but it might just be, it might be a Matt Cardona type situation as far as go and reinvent yourself on the indies, on the independent scene, he needs to do it. With that look that he's got, you know, the fact he's body, um, like a brick shit house, let's be honest, go and reinvent yourself, get, go, wrestle under whatever name you used to wrestle under or do something else. And Well, his name's I Eric Bugenhagen. I mean, what well, what more of a name do you need? That's the most awesome name in the world. Eric Booger. <laughs> I can see him. You know, when you have, uh, like in the UK, you have, well, we've got a big wrestling scene, but then when they have that one big name, so in exposure, we've got Eric Redbeard coming at the end of the month. He reminds me of that talent that could go and do the tours and go around like Scotty Tuarty did when he finally got, got out of his contract. And it would serve him well, you know, go, he'd just be in WWE system. It'd be nice for him to actually get out and about and, See what, and you can develop the character from there. Then, fair enough. Okay, one I'm slightly obsessed about because I always felt like she didn't get a fair crack of the whip, and more could have been done for her. Dana Brooke. Now I know there's people out there that don't like Dana Brooke. Was her in in ring work the best? No. Had she improved a hell of a lot over the last few years? Yes. Does she have a great look? Yes. I mean, she you you know weightlifting, bodybuilding, you know, I could really, really have done something with her. I do think the physical limitations of her in the ring and the fact that she perhaps might not have shown as much improvement as they would like is probably contributed to the fact that she's no longer with the company, unfortunately. But definitely, definitely improved. Because what one could argue, and I certainly would, that if she hadn't shown the improvement that she had over the last few years, she would have been in the last slot of releases or even the last slot of releases before that. 
And I don't like knocking people. I don't like knocking talent. But when you've got a reputation that you have, if you are, let's say, Nia Jax, and then was let go by the company because of the reputation they had, she had of showing, you know, no improvement and unfortunately, legitimately injuring talent by mistake just because of the limitations in the ring to then bring her back. And from what we've seen, I know she only had like her first match since she came back this week on Raw, but yeah, I know it was a squash, but it didn't really show me much of any difference to her from what she had. You're getting rid of talent that are showing the improvement. And fair enough if you think it's not enough improvement, so now you think it's time to let her go. But then don't bring back talent. Don't free up a space on the roster and some money for wages on the roster by then bringing somebody back that hadn't shown any improvement and didn't have the best track record. There's Mini round over. There's improvement, though, but there's also the argument that I'll always make is, is she ever going to win the WWE Women's title? Is she ever going to win a Rumble? Is she going to win a Money in the Bank? But is that a reason to, to all those questions. get... Is that a reason yeah. to get rid of someone, though? Because not everybody you, is going to be, you need to be the a world champion. You do, but you need enhancement talent. Otherwise, why you would do. they not got rid of Tazawa? <laughs> no offence to Tazawa. You need, and you need enhancement talent. But you look at NXT right now, and that women's division is overstacked. There's about five, six, there's about five to ten women on that roster who need to be called up. Um, and then you look at the people who are currently there. We were in a position two years ago where they didn't have anyone to be in the women's rumble, and they had to get people like Mickey James to come back, Kelly Kelly. Yeah, then yeah. they overhired, they hired Emma, they had Dana Brooke, they had all of these people. And now it's sort of a case where you're like, actually, we don't need some of these. Like Dana Brooke's been there for 10 years, eight to 10 years. She's not going to be the women's champ. If she did become the women's champ, the fans would be like, are you kidding? Like, she came back, she's been doing a run in NXT, and literally nobody's cared. Um, like, I, I am a fan of Dana, and I think she has done really well over the years. But I do think maybe go away for a couple of years. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if she does come back at a Rumble. But I do think she does need to go away and shake things up a little bit. It gives her an opportunity to do so. I hope so. I hope so for uh, for her sake. Right, Joe, the team of Mansoor and Mansoor. Mansoor and how would they pronounce Mansoor's name these days? Marseille. Marseille. Did these, let, let's just take away for the moment the terrible gimmick that Mace had when he was Mace and the momentum, you could argue, that Mansoor had, especially when they travelled overseas. Let's just look at them now in the context of when they've been the, the male models. Did they give them a fair crack of the whip during that gimmick? No, I thought they were really entertaining. Obviously, you know, Mansoor Mansoir was such a good wrestler, but I think he was just signed purely because to do with the Saudi deal and, and he's, he represents Saudi. And then they did those gimmicks then of like, oh, he, he was just winning all the matches in Saudi. Then he had like a red in NXT, which was really good. And then he was like in the models, and I was like, the when the maximum male models first started, I thought it was like really good. Like I thought it was really funny and really good. But then I don't know what happened to the models gimmick, but it just kind of just went away. Obviously, you know they had Max Dupree, and then obviously that you know Ali Knight is too good for that, so Ali Knight went, and then they had Maxine, and obviously Maxine is part of the Alpha Academy, and then they were just those two left, and you hadn't seen them on TV for weeks, and then you know, you know, we heard nothing, 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 and then all of a sudden they got released, and like, well, I'm not surprised, because they've literally been doing nothing with them for weeks and weeks and weeks, so it's kind of a blessing in disguise, but um, I've seen some of their stuff that's come out on Twitter, like some of the stuff they filmed on their phone, because like, when they're not mm. doing stuff, they've been like, they've done like little skits well, I think I read that they approached Vince McMahon with the idea of a gimmick, which I think actually sounds really good, where they were basically like two characters from Reservoir Dogs, like hired hitmen type thing, where, you know, in the black, in the tuxedos, the black suits, bow ties or, or, or black ties, and, you know, very much a case of pay us to take people out type thing. We've not the had APA. that for a while. Like the APA, but rather than pay us because we're barroom brawlers type things, pay us because we're 
professionals, let's just say. I suppose they could use the word hitmen because they're not going out to kill anybody and it's a PG environment <laughs> still to, in, a, in a sense. But yeah, I, I love that We've idea and, and that. hopefully they can do that. We've already got that. We've got the D'Angelo family in NXT. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, enough said. <laughs> I know you love they're them. They're the current NXT tag team champions, Taron. Let's see what they're going to do. Um, I, Shanky. Shanky's gone. <laughs> and yeah, his last match yeah. was against Gunther for the Intercontinental title in India. I mean, what it, a it, last match. It does reek, unfortunately, a bit of, yeah, let's just use him for when we go overseas again. And then, yeah, we, we he's, he's had his worth now, unfortunately. Now we've got nothing else for him. Let's free up some space, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, exactly the same as you, Taron. They've just tied him because... He's an Indian superstar, and they used him in India. And then they were like, "Oh well, we've done the India now. We're probably not going to go back for another couple of years, so we don't need." They got um, Jinder Mahal and um, the two other ones. Well, Indra Share, that's what they called. Yeah, Indra Share. Yeah, <laughs> Jinder Mahal and the two other ones. I I also can't remember their names, unfortunately. <laughs> it does strike me as the fact that with Shanky, perhaps I don't unfortunately see much for him on this side of the planet. But I think now he's known to an Indian audience um, because he's been in the WWE and he will be a name for them. He could quite easily go up to some independent promotions over in India and be the name. So best of luck to him. Well, you've got R- great Kali. He's got a wrestling school, hasn't he? he there we go. Fit right in there. He could be the champion. However, could the champion be Dabba Kato? also known as Baba Tunde at one point, also known as Commander Aziz. What What's going to become, Dan, of Dabba Kato? Um, I think he is like an impact guy. I think you can see him going across to an impact and making an impact. Um, He's a Vince guy, though, as far as the size of him. It surprises me. He hasn't yeah. been fully used more. Again, he's been in that company for, what, eight to ten years? He's one of those ones. If you look in the background of Breaking Ground, you can see him in the shots. He's been in that company for years. They've repackaged him. And there's so many times you could be repackaged. I, I think it was Chris Jericho who said it. If you're if you're a big star and, and you know how to get over, there's some people who will learn, they'll take the advice, they'll learn the tricks. I don't know what it, it was with Davicato Babatunde. Um, they put him with Apollo Crews. And Apollo Crews, like, he's been in the continental US. It's just with, he has he lost in a two-on-one handicap match against Reggie and Axiom two months ago. I think the writing was on the wall there, to be fair. Mm. It's difficult. You remember, Braun Strowman also got released. Yes, he did. But he, like you say, he came back and but he's, he is injured at the minute, isn't he, Braun? Yeah. I, but know, I yes. know he came back for Breeze tribute. The guys get released and they come back, so who knows what can happen. You never know. He could go out there on the independence find a name for themselves and come back. It's not the end of the road. It's just the end of the road for now. If you yeah, use the WWE, like premium live events, this is a roadblock. <laughs> Christ's sake. <laughs> I am moving on. You might get some payback. <laughs> oh, Christ. Right. There is one more major name to announce, which we will leave till the end. I'm going to run through the following names now with absolutely no disrespect intended because I believe them to either be lower card NXT or development. Never heard of a other word. Unfortunately. I'm sure Dan and Joe most probably have. I so will I'll, let you I'll, know I'll, if, I, if I do. I will read. Would you like me to just read out the entire list or would you like me to I, go slow in case you would like to interject? I can't wait. I can't wait to like the fourth name that you read out. Dan's just going to be like, he was like NXT North American champion five Probably. months ago. Or he's going to be like, that's not how you pronounce his name, which I'm fully expecting looking at some of the names here. So I'll, name, I'll go And then I'll, I'll say like, yes, right. or, yeah, go on, let's see. Right. We will start with Quincy Elliott. Um, yeah, he, he was Halloween Havoc. Um, he he did, presented it with Shotzi last year, uh, but he had an injury. Um, to be fair, it was a very gold dusty character and it, it made a lot of people cringe, to be fair. So I wasn't surprised. Bryson yeah, Montana. No. Um, he had matches on level no. up, but he had a couple matches on level up, but he, he was just, I think he's only been in the company for a couple of months. Okay. Yulisa Leon. She was in a tag team. Um, she'd only just recovered from knee surgery. She'd been in the company for a good couple of years, but she'd been in a tag team with uh, Valentina Ferois, um, 
But ultimately, I think they see a lot more in Freus than, than herself. But yeah, she is quite a notable name in NXT. Uh, generic name one, Daniel MacArthur. Nope, nope. never heard. <laughs> Unfortunately, no disrespect intended. Kevin Ventura Cortez. No. Is that Ace Ventura's nephew? It must be, <laughs> yeah. Alexis Gray. No. No. But I nearly said the Brooklyn Brawler then. Brooklyn <laughs> Barlow. Nope. Is he related to Gary Barlow? Well, there we go. Or Ken Barlow. I, I, Eichmann Giro or Gyro? Icky Manjiro. Icky Manjiro. Icky Manjiro. That's Icky surely. No, you remember basically the guy who came to the ring in different coloured blazers. He'd have a yellow blazer, yellow trunks. He's trained by Tajiri. If you've seen the clip of the NXT wedding with... Oh, I've forgotten the name. Um, the yeah, the Hartwell. NXT wedding. That's it. The mm. Indie Artwell wedding. He's in that, and he's like one of the best men. What? Hang on. This is just popped into my head because of the NXT wedding. What's happened to Dexter Loomis? Is he injured? In, no, he's um, off filming a um, TV show. Oh, fair enough. Abuli Abadai Fitzgerald. You've said Let's it wrong. See. No, I don't know that one. <laughs> I have probably said it wrong, but we don't recognise that. We might not recognise the name, by the way I pronounced it. But I, unfortunately, to to the uh, to the person, I I don't know them either, so I can't comment. Um, and then, last but not least, happened uh, a day or two, or, or certainly was announced a day or two, and um, from the Thursday from the releases, might come to a surprise to some, not to others. Um, but. I'll, I'll leave it over to anyone who wants to interject here so we can have a discussion. Matt Riddle, no longer with the company. Bro. Not surprised. Bro. He's, got, he's got like so much problems in his personal life. I believe, you know, his wife just left him and um, he's got oh. um, problems with um, um, getting his children and stuff like that. And he's been causing problems. There have I also, think... we will say, allegations have been made by other people as well, haven't they, outside yeah. of the company? Um, we won't go into that, but... Yeah, allegations of substance it. abuse. He's what, definitely what high. That? True. What is that noise? Somebody got a grandfather clock ticking in the background. Yeah, no, so basically, uh, that is. Uh, for basically that is. the village, it is a French clock. Uh, in this village, it goes off every day uh, three times. 6 a.m., 6 p.m., and 12 p.m. So um, the alarm is going off. It does its little chimes, uh, but it's currently doing that at the moment. But just in regards to it, um, you, you find it a you're bit You're an hour ahead of us, though, aren't you? Yeah, so it's 6 p.m. here. Or is it 7 p.m. now? 7. 7 p.m., sorry. It's yeah. 6 p.m. Ah, it's because yeah, it's 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 <laughs> I, I looked at my computer and it still said 6, <laughs> but I was like, I'm pretty sure it was 7 is supposed to go off. It's 7 p.m. here in France now, yeah. So it goes off at 7 a.m., 12 and 7 p.m. But uh, no, in, in regards to Riddle, um, it, it's a little bit strange. Obviously, we had the Endeavour now, obviously, with UFC mm-hmm. and WWE merging together as well. Ronda Rousey's kind of retired and left. Riddle has also left. I think they've only got really got Shayna Baszler, who is actually an ex-UFC person. So Phil Brooks has to come back for redemption. <laughs> he really does. Apparently, Dana White is not a fan of Matt Riddle at all and that. Um, massively yeah. paid a, played a part also in him going. I where does he end up? It's a really really strange one because I feel like it, with no disrespect, he's almost too big of a name for um, Impact. But does he really fit into AEW? I could see him. Um, it's a bit of a different one. Maybe going like the RVD route. Maybe he might try and get into movies. Um, like he's a character that people are drawn to, but also he might work for RVD. RVD's got a, a CBD company selling CBD gummies. That could be a route. Are they? Why don't they join AEW both as the whole effing bros? Oh, <laughs> love it. I mean, he could team up with RVD. was wrestling last week as well. He was uh, wrestling last yes, week. True. RVD at yeah, Collision. So. It could just be a casual contract thing. He's 37 now, Riddle. Obviously, he is approaching 40. Getting on a bit. Um, so you, you, you never know. It was just a shame that we didn't get the full RK Bro storyline that we wanted to with Randy Orton coming back and the whole turn between them. 
But I mean, there were some ridiculous moments with, with Riddle back in the day where he forgot his lines and he's just kind of high all the time. <laughs> I assume he was high, obviously. We're just uh, obviously alligating here, but you know, it was just like the cheap. Um, that's the only thing that really stands out is that promo with Asuka backstage and they're just talking. <laughs> he just goes, uh, okay, and just scoots off without even saying anything. She's like, all right. So, they can't see. Well, that's unfortunately the list. Thank goodness there are no more names of everybody that unfortunately lost their jobs in the last week or so. So, I'm sure I speak for everybody when I say we wish, I nearly said we wish the best in all their future endeavours, but that's terrible as far as WWE corporate goes. We wish them all the best in the future, of course. Um, No doubt, I'm sure we'll see some of them back in the company, whether it be a Royal Rumble appearance or even back for a prolonged period of time, um, or we see them pop up elsewhere. But yes, best of luck to all of them. Right. Um, I'm, I'm looking at the time. Of course, we do like to keep our shows around about an hour or so. Um, we do still have a quiz. Is there anything anybody else would like to mention? I know we have no Mer- NXT No Mercy popping up this week. Uh, we also have Wrestle Dream as well. So rather than breaking down the full cards um, just for time constraints, uh, Dan, Joe for um, No Mercy and Jamie for Wrestle Dream. Is there anything specific you would like to highlight for the upcoming shows this week? Yeah, match of the year candidate. I know there's one for Wrestle Dream, but with NXT, we're going to have Pete Dunne or Butch versus Noam Dar in the Heritage Cup. That is probably going to be an absolute barn burner. Um, titles probably changing hands to Leah Dragunov um, against um, Carmelo Hayes. I got a feeling Carmelo Hayes might be being called up to be in Bobby Lashley's new stable with a potential Jay Cargill. Um, there's a couple matches. There's like a fatal four-way tag match, which looks pretty juicy. Um, and we've got Tiffany Stratton versus uh, Becky Lynch. That's, um, I think, going to be a star-making performance for her. I think this is where we start to see the tides turning and we start to see some people really shine. And I'm really looking forward to it on Saturday at 1 a.m. Well, yeah, Sunday morning, 1 a.m. So I might even stay up. Playing Jamie, we've got Wrestle Dream coming up this week. It is a pay-per-view, yet another bloody one. Yeah, I mean, that was one of the good things that AEW always did was they only had four pay-per-views throughout the year, but I think we've had about six or seven this, this year Well, now. I have read that they this are allegedly the going to go on to Max from next year, HBO Max, and they're going to 12 pay-per-views a year. So maybe this is the, so one of them. like testing yeah. the waters, yeah. Yeah, I think I, I don't mind paying for them. They are a little bit cheaper as well. Usually the 19.99 for your big pay-per-views, whereas these are 14.99. So they are a little bit cheaper as long as they don't do them back-to-back like they did with All In and All Out. But obviously, you've got the dream match of Danielson and Zack Sabre Jr. like headlining this. It's going to be a phenomenal match. Like There's no, no world it. title match this weekend, am I right in saying? No, um, obviously, um, Adam Cole is injured. He's basically broke his ankle and ligament damage, so he's going to be out for some time at the moment. So MGF is defending the Ring of Honor world titles in a handicap match against the Righteous. So, uh, but yeah, Adam Cole is injured and he came out on Dynamite and said, obviously, he's broke his ankle in three places just by jumping off the ramp. That's it's just yeah. a freak accident that happened. Uh, but unfortunately, yeah, it's going to be. Uh, but MJF said he's going to keep the titles. He's going to keep fighting. He's going to make sure that they're there for him when they come back. So, yeah. And you've got some really good matches with Chris Statland and Julia Hart. Julia Hart hasn't lost in like 20 matches. Um, you've got... Um, Hangman Adam Page versus Swerve when I drive. Um, you've got Shibata versus Kingston, but I mean the main one. It's headlining. It's Darby Allen and Christian Cage. Two out of three fights. Yes, the new the real, champion. The real TNT champion. Well, he is now. Yeah, he's finally real now. Did anybody <laughs> see the? Um, have you watched Dynamite from last night, Jamie? Yeah, we watched it this morning. Good. The. Um, MJF mask, as we call it, somebody else wearing it. Oh, yeah, like it's just obviously. Who could it? Well, it is rumored apparently he's been removed from WWE's internal roster as of today, has Edge, um, and his contract's up on Saturday, and he does not have a no compete clause like 30 day, 60 day, 90 day no compete clause. So, could it be? You think you know me? No, no. No, I think, if anything, with the devil, obviously, you've got the whole um, Jay White and MJF had a little bit of a showdown in the ring. I think, if anything, it might be the kingdom just messing with MJF. Because just obviously he's that. Well, no, he's injured and he's actually he wearing a cast. Yeah. Um, it was but, such you know, a castle. 
I, I think it is going to be someone from the kingdom just messing with them. It could be Roderick Strong, you know, just kind of teasing yeah. that kind it of thing. It can't be Roderick Strong. Um, he's in the hospital. He's got a neck brace on. <laughs> he's in his wheelchair. He was literally in a wheelchair, still in his hospital gown on Dynamite. But um, no, I do think, um, if anything, uh, when they had the Darby Allen, Christine Cage sit down interview thing, Darby Allen was basically saying, if you've got the balls, leave Luchasaurus backstage. So I think, you know, if it's if it's going to happen, bring Edge out to help Christian Cage retain the title. Then you've got you think Edge and Christian versus Darby Allen and Sting on the horizon then most likely, which you know, would sell money. Like literally you would go watch that match. Edge and Christian teaming up for like the first time in what, 15 years? It's been a very long time. Um, to then face Darby Allen and Sting or something Since like that. 2002 but, was when they split up. No, wasn't it? I think, the most, years. I think the most important thing to take away from Dynamite this week was there was a return on the show in a video package. A the video. return in a video package? There, no, there was, a, there was a return of the superstar and it was in a video package. It was in the MJF Adam Cole video package. Oh, yes, yeah. Captain, Captain Insano. Insano. Was there. Was there. The best thing he was doing, the, um, <laughs> they were fishing in the boat, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I caught him. He was like, oh. He's like, what the hell are you doing? And he had a nice beer with them. It was great. Uh, but yeah, the big Lovely. show was there. Um, but no, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, That's the not the big thing... show. That's Paul White. It's, it's Paul, Paul White. White. Well, it's Captain Insano. The only <laughs> other big news that I just wanted to say, because I don't think uh, it's only happened within the last hour since you've been recording, so I don't think you have seen it, but there has been another merger, bigger yeah, than, yeah, I know bigger what you're than say. I've seen UFC and WWE. <laughs> but the XFL is joining with the USFL. It is official. Good. That XFL is so terrible, they had to join with the United States Football League to actually stay in business this time. <laughs> It'll stay in the XFL. The croc knows. The rock knows. Right. Shall we quiz it? Go on then. Yes, I'm here for the quiz and everything. What a time to be Karen, alive. how did you do on Jamie's quiz? It's 40 questions. He didn't listen. No, I did listen. Cause I actually listened to the whole podcast. I know it was like two weeks ago now because I listened to it whilst I was making tea. Um, I can't remember how I did, but some of the questions were relatively easy. Let's put it that way. Very easy. Um. Who won that quiz? Remind me, because I need to update the leaderboard. Sounds about right. So Dan's on 11, Joe's on 2, I'm on 4, Jamie, you're on 8. That was in no particular order. Um, However, we have 10 questions for you this week. I am hosting the quiz. And the 10 questions are on the recent WWE talent releases. Bring back Chad. Question 1. Dolph Ziggler was released this last week. Who was Dolph Ziggler's final match in the WWE against? And I will let you know it was on a edition of Raw on the 29th of May of this year. Who was his final opponent on televised show? He may very well have done a house show, but I'll we'll say televised as far as um, on Raw. Question two: Shanky was released this week. What was Shanky's build height? Apologies if anybody can hear me um, moving some. This is going to sound terrible when I say this. Moving something around in my mouth. <laughs> I have a I have a throat sweet in my mouth. Bloody. Right. Oh. Mansoor. Mansoor. Mansoor was released this week. However, at WWE's 2019 Super Showdown in Jeddah, Mansoor won a 51-man battle royal, last eliminating who? Question oh. four. Logan Shulo was another gimmick slash name for which recently released wrestler? Logan Shulo. And in case I'm pronouncing Shulo wrong, the surname is spelled S-H-U-L-O. Question five. How many times was Shelton Benjamin 24-7 champion? Ain't no stopping him. No. Question six. Which wrestler was recently released Emma 
associated with for a number of months when she made her original main roster debut in 2014. Jamie's disappeared. He's gone to go and Google the answer. There he is. Question seven. Which recently released superstar, so from this last week of cuts, is second on the leaderboard of all-time number of 24-7 championship reigns? They had 15 reigns, so they're not the highest. I believe that's R-Truth with about 50-odd, but second with 15 reigns. Question eight. I love this question. Which wrestler from the last week of cuts appeared as Big Billy Beavers in the 2020 next Netflix film, The Main Event? Big Billy Beavers. <laughs> I think I went to school with him. Are we pronouncing her name, Joe? Aliyah? Aliyah? Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Aaliyah, there you go. That's not the question, so no points. Aaliyah holds the record, as we said, for the fastest win in the WWE. What was the time? Closest oh, gets said it, yeah, the yeah. point. Closest gets the point. What if you got it spot on, which I have? Then you get a point. <laughs> <laughs> and question 10. Anthony Joseph Francis is the real name of which superstar that was released this last week? Nice and easy to finish it off. Jamie Googling them answers using Yahoo, using Ask Jeeves. It's actually pronounced Lee Kenneth, Le, Lee Kenneth Brown it's Brown Le Google. It's Le Google. Le Google. Uh, right, you, question you one need then. Kenneth Brown alone. Poor Kenneth. Question one then. Dolph Ziggler's final match on Raw of this year was against who? Jamie, we'll go to you first. Sean Benjamin. Joe. The Miz. Dan. Hey, Gunda. It was against JD McDonough. And oh. apparently the match ended a draw. I don't know what that means oh, as far yeah, as double count, whether there was interference or whatever. Yeah, because he eliminated just a no it, contest. Um, I don't know. He eliminated him in a battle royal. Yeah, it makes sense now. Here we go. What was Shanky's build height then, Dan? Seven foot one. Joe. Six foot nine. Jamie. I just went for an even seven foot. You get the And hoped I was closest. Hang on, step, oh. hang on seven <laughs> foot. Yeah. <laughs> you could have the point. Uh. Oh dear. What was that noise? Right. Question <laughs> three. Um, Mansoor, the 51 man battle royal. Joe, who did he last eliminate to win? Rod Shruman. Jamie. I think I remember watching this. Was it not Elias? And Dan. Cesaro. Elias is the answer. The only reason I remember is because it was last time I was in France watching it and Mercedes was wearing her Elias top and we all thought Elias was going to win and then he bloody won. Question four. Uh, starting with you, Jamie, Logan Shulo was another name for which recently released wrestler? Elias. Dan. I got Elias as well. Joe. I put Mustafa Ali. It was Elias. A double Ooh. Elias. Was that Elias and what? Ezekiel back to back? <laughs> <laughs> was it Bret Hart? For God's sake. Um, <laughs> Dan. How many times was Shelton Benjamin 24-7 champion? Three. Joe. Ten. Jamie. I went in the middle of both of you and said six. The answer is three. Dan for the point. Yeah. Ain't no stopping me. No. Joe, which wrestler was associated with Emma on her in her original run uh, in 2014? Paige. Dan. I also wrote Paige. Jamie. For some reason, I'd put Mickey James. You're all wrong. It was Santino Marella. Don't forget. Yeah, there you go. You've got it. (laughs) Yeah, terrible. Question seven. Um, Who are we going to? Jamie, back to you, I suppose. Uh, Which recently released superstar is second on the leaderboard for most reigns as 24 7 champion? They had 15. Dana Brooke. Joe. 
Dan. Dana Broke. Dana Brooke it is. Well done. Dan, which recently released star, appeared as Big Billy Beavers in the 2020 Netflix film The Main Event. My name's Rick. Rick Boogs. Joe. Bridget Moss. Jamie. Shanky. It was Rick Boogs. <laughs> yes, a point for Dan. <laughs> no one has ever seen that film. I've seen it. I was going to say, Dan's probably watched it twice. <laughs> Come on, Dan, how are we pronouncing her name? Aaliyah. Aaliyah, what, you seem to know. What was the record fastest win? Aaliyah317 said she just whipped Natalia's ass. Does anybody have anything different than 317? No. 317 is the answer. So if you're all Joe, telling me the truth, you all get a point. Joe didn't say a thing. But yes, yeah, cost 317. Prove wow. it, show me. <laughs> right. And number 10, um, Joe. Anthony Joseph Francis is the real name of which wrestler that was let go this week? Top dollar. Jamie. Uh, ain't got a blue clue. I missed what you said, so I didn't put anyone. So top dollar. No, I'm joking. Top dollar. <laughs> yeah, Dad, I'm sure Dad put top dollar either. Because top dollar well, he was known as, He was known as AJ Francis. He was known as AJ Francis on Hidden Treasures, wasn't he? He was, yeah. Flop dollar. Total lobby scores. What have we got? Quick. Um, I got five. Dan Joe. Unless you want to give me top dollar and I got six. Three. No. <laughs> Three, right. Dan with the point. You're on 12. Dear God, is anybody ever going to catch him up? Dan, where can everybody find us on the socials? Yeah, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. We are Grapple Cash Show. Make sure you like, rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode. We're also on social media. The Facebook, the, what's it called now? The X. Yeah, that's the one. Threads. We're on all of those. At Grapple Cash Show. Subscribe, share, tell your friends. Yeah. How exciting. Well, if you're going to watch No Mercy, if you're going to watch it, then enjoy. If um, you're going to watch Wrestle Dream, is it called, then enjoy. There we go. And whatever wrestling you're going to watch this week, just enjoy it all. But until then, Jamie, if you'd like to sign us off. Yes, I mean, I guess without further ado, get your chin up, your tits <laughs> out, and watch for the shoe. <laughs> Ta-ra, guys. Bring the bell!